Good afternoon, US of A. <laughs> Once again, welcome to the state of basketball. This is your man's the one, and that is the big man in the middle, big storm. And we are the gospel as it opposed to playing basketball. No, nah, that's true. Why is Storm just looking at me like that? I think he's glitched. He'll be back in a minute, I promise you. Uh, so this is State of Asphalt, yes, and what an exciting week we had since the last time we've seen you. Um, we had the ending of the NBA Finals. Um, we had some um, some boxes checked for a, a few different superstars. We had, you know what, I'm not going to keep putting him like there so y'all can look at him all uh, paused and things. So when he's moving, we'll get him back in the stream. Um but yeah, we had a couple couple boxes checked for a couple players and a couple teams. Um, it opened up um, that championship opened up a, a, a huge Pandora's box when it comes to deciphering um, great teams, um, great players, where they fit on the all time list of different um, different categories as it comes to greatness. Me, I hate to hate to compare and put lists together like that. But you kind of got to. And then, you know, when it comes to all those bias, you know, then then you get to the playing around of um, the different different uh, top tens that people can have personally. So, um, you know, there was uh, it was great basketball, great games, a uh, couple questions um, concerning, you know, the Boston Celtics and, and how they pretty much imploded towards the end there. So um, I know. Well, when Big Storm comes back, I like to pick at his brain on some of those um, issues and some of those things that um, um, that we have questions on. So, um, Melissa, we'll get started. Um, I'm trying to uh, wait on him. So, we had a couple things, you know, happen over the last few days with the uh, equation of basketball. We did have a couple. We did um, say earlier today um, we had news come across the. Uh, uh, the sports feed, the sports world that Caleb Swanson, um, who was a Purdue player. A lot of you guys who follow us that uh, are from the Indiana area, you are aware of his uh, that name uh, for some of the things he did in high school here in the state of Indiana. And also uh, what he's done at what he did there and helping uh, Matt Painter, you know, keep furthering his his legacy there at Purdue. Um, he is 25 years old. He passed of natural causes. Uh, Big Storm and I, before we popped on here, were, uh, you know, it was like, wow, what kind of uh, natural causes that you get at 25? But, you know, there's a lot of circumstances that we don't know. We don't know what his full health history is. Uh, we just pray for um, <clears throat> the healing of of his family. I'm not sure if he had any kids or anything like that, but we just and I'll pray for the healing of his family. Um, and then let's see, you know, we have Father's Day over the weekend. And I hope all of you fathers had a wonderful, uh, now he just clicked off. So I think he's rebooting. So he might've had some technical difficulties. It happens to all of us sometimes. I promise you it happens to all of us sometimes, especially when you're small market ESPN, they could deal with it because they could just switch servers. <laughs> we can't, but um. Uh, so Father's Day, I know I hope everybody, all you fathers had um, a great Father's Day weekend. Hope your family celebrated you um, real awesomely. Uh, some of the sacrifices and the things that you make for your family. 
So I uh, hope you guys got to experience those good things. I know myself, I had a, a really good Father's Day. Um, some family members came down from Michigan, not for me, but they were down here for uh, their father and hung out with grandma and stuff like that. So we did get to have dinner at my mom's house. Um, I think it was, um, I don't want to say it was forced because it wasn't, but I think it was forced on me that I was not cooking on <laughs> Father's Day. If you guys know me, you know uh, it doesn't matter the holiday, Father's Day, my birthday, her birthday, his birthday, Jesus' birthday, Allah's birthday, whoever. I mean, I'm cooking. So for me to sit down and and not lift a, a kitchen finger, <laughs> I don't know if that was a Father's Day gift for them or me, but... So, but I had fun, got to spend time with my granny, my 98-year-old granny, my wife, my mom, and got to see my three kids all in the same place at the same time. Uh, that's very rare uh, with them being seven years apart um, in both directions. So it's uh, very rare that I get them all together at the same time. So um, cherish those moments when they have, because they become, as they get older, they become smaller and smaller and fewer and fewer. So um, now that I have dilly-dallied long enough, I guess I can talk about uh, some basketball, waiting on the big man in the middle. So um, high school, we don't have anything for high school. Again, this is June here in Indiana. Uh, I think it's this way pretty much across the country. Uh, players, are players are back with their high school teams doing, you know, the little – uh all-star you know camps little scrimmages um supervised scrimmages or whatever you call them they kind of give you a little taste of what uh what you might have for that particular season um my daughter plays for chroma they had a pretty good last couple of weeks uh she played well uh the team played well actually look look kind of kind of good you know fight hard uh but again this is accelerated uh type of thing so we'll see how the season comes up but um we're getting ready to storm into July, which is the last um, open open market for AAU for girls and boys. So you're going to see um, a lot of rankings start to come out for these young individuals. You're going to see a lot of clips on social media from a lot of these awesome young players because this is July is kind of like um, championship month for AAU. You're going to start to see a lot of the circuits have their their championships. You know, uh, Nike has um, their All Star event in chicago and then the nike championships down south uh later in the month and then so adidas has their gauntlet championships and under armor has their rise championships so there's stuff out there so there's going to be here in the state there's going to be plenty of youth basketball you can catch up in from your high school level all the way down to i think at least fourth grade and there's great talent coming here in indiana so uh keep aware on that if the ankle and the wife and the surgeon uh, allows me to run free. I might end up at the pack for some of these. There's going to be some major, major headline talent coming in, especially on the boys' side. So uh, anxious to see some of that. Uh, we slide down into NCAA. Don't really have a lot for NCAA because, uh, you know, this is all the way all season for them. You know, I know kids are – some of the teams are starting to have their kids come in for their, you know, off-season workouts, you know, especially the freshmen. Uh, things like that. I know with Michigan, I talked to uh, Alyssa Crockett over the weekend and she's on her way to school this week. So, you know, if they're getting in this early, it's not so much the at the scholastic part of it. They're getting ready for uh, to understand the grind, understanding how you work at this next level. So 
Um, you got those popping off. Uh, let's see, we and then kind of NCAA news, but a little bit NBA. Uh, the NBA draft is on Thursday, I do believe, is 8 p.m. Uh, is when it's scheduled. I cannot confirm nor deny if I will be popping on sometime Thursday night during the draft. Cannot confirm or deny. I could just say it's a possibility because there's a whole lot of things that factor into that. Me being if I'm going to football or not. So, <laughs> um, so uh, take a look at that when you pop into that. Uh, WNBA news. Uh, Storm and I wasn't sure if we talked about it last week. Uh, Sue Bird announced her official retirement. Officially, this is her last season. Uh, ended her. She's a New Yorker. Ended her last shot was a make and a dagger for a win in New York. So uh, that was pretty exciting. Uh, Brittany Griner news, some issues with uh, the schedule phone call that was supposed to happen between her and her wife. No staffing. Um, so uh, we'll see how that story continues to play out. Um, ooh. Yeah, I know you're probably tired of hearing the Michigan, but you're going to hear it again. Uh, Michigan does sign a key transfer to replace some of the outside shooting that we lost uh, with Houston going out and a couple transfer that we had go out. We did have one come in from Duke. So we did uh, help out on the outside shooting there. I'm not going to mess up that kid's name. So I'm going to wait till I have it in front of me to say it properly. Um, and there you have it for that. Uh, let's see. So that's going to take us into NBA news. Da, 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 da. So we had the NBA finals. We had games, what, five? No, we had games when we first last, when we last met, I think it was, we were one and two, and then we had three, four, and five coming back. Um, was that right? So yes, we had six and seven or whatever, uh, whatever it was the last, the last time we were here, uh, you know, we were kind of wondering how this was going to play out. You know, we were still saying six or seven games, but our outcome, uh, winner was still the same. We were still having golden state as our winner. Uh, but all the other logistics, you know, storm, I think he said so to me earlier, six games, son, I told you six games, but there it is, but we still didn't have game six clay. <laughs> no, but that's a conversation that we'll have another day about were we expecting too much from a guy who hadn't played in three years? Um, I think I think he did exactly what a guy who hadn't played in three years <clears throat> is supposed to do. He gave you a little bit of here, a little bit of there, but it was never nothing real consistent. Hey, um, I want to introduce our special guest uh, this eve for today's show. Oh, man, I've been waiting to get to talk to this guy. And here he is. <laughs> oh no, maybe not. There he is. What's going on, fam? What's going on, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Had a little technical difficulty, but uh glad to see uh I was able to make it on. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh to fill you in, I just started talking about uh Golden State <clears throat> and the finals. I really got into it, but <clears throat> Golden State and six. Golden State and six. What did I just tell y'all? <laughs> what did I just tell y'all? Um, high school didn't really have nothing, but uh, saying it was June, it was high school month. Teams were playing. 
with their high school teams. Uh, rankings are starting to start to come out frequently. June, I mean, get ready for the end of July, which is um, a lot of the national circuits, national championships, and uh, um, those type of tournaments. So you're going to see the real open season start to kick in. You're going to see a lot of rankings, a lot of players. Um, faces over social media and especially like the nba players like oh like carlos boozer's twin boys are outstanding son 169 that does everything 164 is like the ultimate point guard it's like wow <laughs> maybe they do something daddy couldn't <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um so didn't really have a whole lot to talk about that um WNBA, i said that we weren't sure if we talked about sue so i said she officially bing bonged. Uh, yeah, bing bong. <laughs> uh, NCAA didn't have a whole lot other than the draft was uh, is Thursday, and Michigan signed a transfer shooter from Duke. That's pretty much where I got. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. So uh, let's keep it moving. All right. So um, as you see, NBA news, and I was telling the people. I was trying to figure out when was the last time we talked what game, so I just gave up. So I said, where we're at right now is I guarantee you Storm is going to come over here and say, go to stage six, son. Yeah. So And uh, I didn't have to prompt glad, you. Yeah, no, definitely glad that happened. Glad my uh, fruitions came to pass. Um, but it, it was destined this year for them. Uh, the way Steph was playing was off the hook. Uh Draymond, glad he was able to finally get it together for that game six. Um, Clay did enough. Wiggins, how about Wiggins? Uh, he he definitely showed up and showed out. Like uh, him and uh, Mr. Jordan Poole both said in the clip, they ready to get that, you know, couple of them gym bags over there. And uh, <laughs> well, Poole needs to slow down, bro. Your gym bag don't come for another two years. <laughs> he's, mean, ready did, re, you, he's ready to renegotiate. Right. Like, bro, <laughs> you made, you did a key role, but let's, let's not twist it. You were in the G League last year. So we're going to need to hold off on that bag talk. I need one more. At least give me half a season. Give me half a season to what she was doing, mixed in for the whole season. Then, you know what? You can get you a uh, under max bag. <laughs> you get one gym bag. You get one gym bag. You ain't going to load up on bags. <laughs> I mean, and that's, I'd like you mentioned something like that. That's something that I think a lot of teams fall into a negative. Like, because, especially with the Pacers, just because a guy has a good postseason or a good run one year, we don't need to immediately open up the bag the next year, Austin Crozier, because they never, you know, like sometimes they don't always pan out your gamble. Most of the time it works negatively. You know what I mean? Like if it's that year, that contract year, I definitely would like to be a little more skeptical. Like, dude, why would you play like this the first three years? Why is it the contract year you put up career numbers? And then the next year is like, where's the contract year at? <laughs> definitely um it can go either way uh teams don't you know how many times teams let a player go and they flourish in that next spot uh the pacers i feel like they give a, a half a bag like i guess they pay paul george uh granger was suspect i don't know if they should have paid him 
Hibbert. No. Not quite sure if they're supposed to pay him. <laughs> no. Because uh, of how fast he fell off. Uh, but it, it's definitely a hard thing. And then on top, on the player side, once you get that pressure, you know, if you're getting bags and on top of bags, it, it comes with some uh, comes with some commitment on their part and, and them wanting to, you know, show up. They got their bag, now go do it. And a lot of times the players kind of fold under that at times. And there's obviously times where they rise to that occasion. So uh, there is more that comes with the money than getting the money. Right, right. But they're going to get a nice bonus. I mean, you're going to get a nice uh, NBA Finals uh, championship bonus. I mean, it's not going to be like a hundred grand. I mean, you're going to get you some little cash. You know what I'm saying? So, um, ooh, fast rewind back to high school. Apologize. Noblesville's basketball girls state champions got their rings last week. So, congratulations to um, Ashlyn Shea, Danny Mendez, uh, Brooklyn. What is Brooklyn's last name? But they know who I'm talking about. And Reagan Wilson, good job, ladies. Um, great season. All right, back to us. Uh, Golden State Finals. Now, I, I I want to say this was more of Golden State going out and doing what they said that they were going to do when they were all together. I'm not going to say all healthy because there was still one of them who clearly showed that three years rust was three years rust. You know what I mean? I don't expect Clay to look three years rusty next year when the season starts. I mean, maybe if he stopped dropping championship rings and knocking over little Asian photographers in, in the parade, maybe. But um, they, like Draymond said, like when we're whole, we, we're unbeaten. You can't beat us when we're all together, healthy and whole. It, he's 4-0. Oh, so I, I, I give him that. But like I said, I don't know if this was more Golden State going and doing it or Boston's just giving it to them. It almost like, here, we're going to give you one good game, and then it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that Boston side, we, we talked about the, you know, their squad and how young they are. And I don't know, man. I almost felt like the 43, like Steph has a game now, right? The Steph 43. That Steph 43 put it on them, and I don't know if they could have bounced back uh, mentally. I know they say a lot about the uh, physical end as far as Tatum playing, you know, so many minutes and things of that nature, but he's 23 years old, man. I know at 23 years old, we may not, the competition may not have been as extensive, but I know we was logging hours playing, like just throughout one day. There was days we played three times in one day. So I I I had that argument and I've been on that side. I've been on that side of the fits too. But it's I think it's different. I it do. Is. I'm not I gonna say it's, it's yeah, I think it's different. <laughs> but if it's straight physical, then I don't know. Like I can understand the mental grind, the flying to you know, the other side of the country kind of get all that but it's not like he's doing anything else either it's not like he's got to go to a nine to five in between these games either yeah i i, I so want to i want to be but i also will be devil's advocate like that those schedules are rigorous like we've heard the players we've heard from even the old players where they sucked it up you know what i mean but they still had to like hey man this is rough <laughs> 
this is rough. Like that's that's rough. I don't know. Eighty two games. It's a lot of games. Like we played a lot of basketball, but you know, I mean, at the end of a season, I mean, I was tired. <laughs> you know, what I mean, after high school, even though we played, I was tired. You know, what I mean, at the end of college season, I was tired. So I mean, but playing at the park, you know, what I mean, I think it's a different mind state, a different physical toll. Yeah, it is physical, but I think it's a little different. But yeah, you're 23 years old. I mean, you can give me a little more. I don't know why he's looking at me like that. I think he's I think it's because I'm frozen again. Can you hear me oh, at least? I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> there we I don't go. Like, why is he, it's like, why is he looking at me like that? <laughs> just, it looked like he was like, yeah, this bullshit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Like, I don't know why I keep freezing up today. <laughs> Uh, but actually, that's ironic because I was looking into a new laptop, so uh, we might have a new laptop for the next show. So we'll figure it out. Oh, oh, we're moving on up. Yeah, oh, it's used, so don't worry. I'm trying to get a deal. It's new to you. Yeah, it's new to me. <laughs> I've gotten two new ones, and I still had, they're still hand me downs. I haven't made it there yet. I haven't made it to that How point. How am I getting where... hand-me-downs from my son? Like, hey, here, Pop, you can use this one. <laughs> this is letting you know the generations. They got laptops like it ain't nothing. We over here struggling. <laughs> struggling. <laughs> like, I'll make it work. <laughs> right. That's uh, like but, putting a foil on the antenna. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, let's pose this question. You know, you asked me this uh, earlier today when we were chit-chatting. Like, is it what what is Boston missing? What what piece were they missing? Or do you think it's the 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 duo? Is there like do the duos not fit? Like does three T fit, but just that one fourth one doesn't fit to make a clean zipper? That was pretty cool. Uh and like I said, like I've been a long proponent of uh, Brown and Tatum just not fit. Like, they could be cool. They could be best of friends. But when they get on the court, it usually is one does well, the other one doesn't. Uh, it's very rare that they both have great games at the same time. And um, one of the things we both, you know, talked about today was, is it them or is it the need of a point guard, a better point guard? A point guard that's more, you know, pass first point guard. Yeah, not Step a Kemba, not a not a Kyrie. You know what I mean? I I like Marcus Smart. I do. I like what I like what he brings to a team. I like that that Draymond effect. Yeah, I'd use Draymond as a verb. <laughs> I like that Draymond. <laughs> yeah, that he's Draymond a dog, effect. man. In the in the you know greatest sense of the word but he's a dog right. out there man right so i when he plays as a facilitator as he plays as a point guard you see tatum and jalen have games together where they're doing good things because either right now it looks like either jason has to um initiate the offense and get it and try to get everybody else in which he's not comfortable with or as jalen brown have to initiate the offense and get his off where he's not comfortable with. Both of those guys are scorers. They're not guys who who think I need to get everybody involved. They think I need to get this started so everybody else can follow me. That's where you need a point guard as a 
Steve Nash or a uh, uh, Mike Conley or a um, uh, he's not in the league, but like a Darren Williams, a guy like that who is a point guard first that has scoring ability. But my part, my object on this job, I mean, my main goal in this position is to get you two guys in positions where you can be effective. You know, what I mean, if Jalen has to, you know, get himself off and Jason, it doesn't work, and vice versa. But they need somebody who do it for them. So if they can get it, if if Brad Stevenson can get a true point guard in there or get Marcus Smart to think that he is a true point guard and not a Kyrie. You know what I mean? He's trying. You've been there long enough. He's been there long enough to know that that's not your that's not your game. You know what I'm saying? You're not Kyrie. You're not Kimball Walker. And that type of basketball didn't work for them. That's why they went to this avenue. But you're trying to be what they got rid of. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, I I I gotta say it's the point guard, not to get rid of smart uh, smart or anything like that. Uh, they definitely need someone who's thinking set them up first, uh, control the, the 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 pace of a game, uh, to know when to run and know when to let's go set this up for someone to get a good shot. Uh, I definitely feel that. So I'm pretty sure uh, Brad Stevenson or uh, yeah Stevenson, right? The GM now. Yeah, yeah, it's old Bradley. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's going to keep them together because, like I said, I think they're close. No one really knows how they are off the court, but I'm pretty sure they're close enough to be able to uh, stay. But that point guard position is definitely something needed. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more more needed than a a post player. You know what I mean? Because I think they got what they need collectively in the paint with Horford and the Williams boys and and. Uh, Try what is it named? The uh big tall white guy with all the tats comes in every now and then. Yeah, Tice. Tice, yes, it Tice. Yeah. So I feel that they have components to to do what you need in the paint. I just think they need somebody to 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 keep all the horses on the path that it should be. Right now, you got too many guys going in different directions. So um, I'm confident in Brad Stevens's general managementship. I mean, from what he did this year, from you know, I mean. So I can't really Yeah, those are some key key trades he made to get um oh uh light skin forehead uh from San Antonio and uh so white. Yes, white. Well Uh, that thing back here, boy. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And the head gear he wears does not help. It just accentuates how far back his hairline really is. <laughs> you know what it looks like? It looks like you, the character in Fat Albert, where he, he walked like this. And yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mush, was it Mush Mouth? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. If y'all don't know, go look it up. Fat Albert was an excellent 70s, 80s cartoon. Not the movies. Go to the cartoon. Right. Yeah. Not the movie. Go back to the cartoon. It was. It was. Uh, it was definitely something to see. Um, I would like to say it was pre, uh, pre uh, Quaalude Bill Cosby, but that was right in the middle. We just didn't hear about it until now. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. I. Yeah. Moving on. I. I can't with Bill. I. I'll Bill. <laughs> 
especially when he had such high standards for everyone else. It wouldn't be so bad if he didn't have such a high standard. It would not have been. It would not have been. <laughs> Just the ultimate hypocrite. But uh... <laughs> Just popping them pills, baby. You got a headache? I got something for you. You, uh, don't, anyway. you don't have a headache? I got something for you. <laughs> It's a pre-headache pill. <laughs> yeah, this is make sure you don't get it. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I think I think Brad Stevens did good. You know, you come in with a brand new coach, a guy who has not had any head coaching experience. You know, what I mean, you bring him in. A lot of a lot of us didn't even know who he was. I still really can't pronounce his name properly, so I don't even try. You know what I mean? But I think he's an excellent coach. I think he fits well with their system. I think he connects well with his players. It's just now the next evolution of his coaching uh, maturity and his superstar players' maturity. So I look to see good things from Boston over the offseason. Um, but here's a question. Um, I know people wanted to say experience, 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 but the coaching philosophy experience had to play a part in it. You know what I mean? You got a guy who just won his ninth ring, his fourth as a coach conversation coming up uh as a fourth going against a guy who hasn't been on the bench of a finals team um i still feel like some a lot of that has to do with the players because steve nash was i think his first year is when they started getting chips uh and a lot of that was due to the team he had at the time which the core group is still together for the most part uh so i i don't I definitely feel like Udoka. I hope I said it right. Yeah. Udoka. Um, he has a great, he had a great team. Uh, so I get where you do, you know, you got to understand those timeouts and, and, you know, making sure your team is ready to go and calling plays in certain situations. So I get all that. But if you got a great team, it is, you have more of a cushion. You have more of a buffer. You got more of times to make mistakes where they're going to be like, ah, coach, don't worry. We got you. Uh, <laughs> moments. So um, if he was in Sacramento, would, he, you know, would there have been a difference? You know, those are the times where I feel like, okay, a coach might have done something when your team may not have legitimately two of the best, what? Top ten of the young, young and rising stars in the NBA is it Tatum and uh, well at least every the media is trying to let make Tatum be that guy, but you know Brown definitely has shown been more consistent. Uh, Brown definitely wants to be that guy, and that's where <laughs> can you have two alpha dogs, Kobe Shaq on the same team? Yeah, with two alpha dog Kobe Shaq win championships. Right now it looks like in Boston you got a alpha dog. And you got an alpha beta. <laughs> and that'll Maybe. win championships. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like what you got in, well, you thought we had in the Clippers with an alpha dog in Kawhi and an alpha beta in Paul. But apparently Paul's the, the only alpha around because availability is the best ability. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I just like to, but I'll give. This is what I'll I'll say with Steve Kerr as it comes to conversations that we're going to have over 
uh, the next weeks of the offseason because this is where we get into those fun conversations. Like, where does Steve Kerr now fit in this old coaching pool? You know, he's just won his fourth as a coach. Now, yes, we know it is easy to win. It's easy to be a great coach when you have generational talent. But here's the thing that I separate him and Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson came to teams where these guys were already ready to win. They needed a little extra. Steve Kerr really, Golden State really wasn't that that where they yeah, are. They were, they were right there. If Mark Jackson they, was the coach, they'd have won that year too. You I think really so? believe that. I really believe so? that, man. He got them where they wanted to go, and it's like, okay, this is our year. And they were like, uh, excuse me, Mark, uh, we're going to plug this guy in real quick. So not to say that Steve doesn't have any coaching knowledge or anything like that. He came from that uh, Popovich, and he also was able to, uh, you know, be coached by Phil. So I'm not saying he's just out here, but at the same time, that team was ready. I don't know how much he did. Yeah, I feel that he had a little more of a coaching touch to that team say more than um than Phil did because we knew what Scotty could do we already knew what Mike can do you know what I'm saying we knew what these pieces like man they're just missing something to get them over this you know what I'm saying but with Steve with, with Golden State it was like man Steve Kerr's coming out the why is he going to Golden State yeah they got a little bit there but I'm not really sure and then, bam, here comes Gold State. Now, not to knock Mark Jackson, because I love Mark Jackson. I know he has some part of that groundwork. But it looks like there's a little extra, little space in between there that I think Steve Kerr might have had a hand in the coaching side of it, being a great coach, instead of just coming in off the sideline, like, okay, yeah, let's, guy, let's throw the ball up and let's go. Because some people on the sidelines and the commentary think that they can do that, and not everybody can. Definitely. Okay, I got a question for you. We were kind of going in, and I felt like it was a great conversation piece about Steph. And that needs to his, that needs to be a whole show on its own. I was thinking that's next week's show. <laughs> oh, you want a tease? Well, we can give him a tease then. Give we a give tease. a tease. Give a tease. <laughs> I want all the context of that boy, because one coming from a guy that you don't like. Not to say you don't think that he has a Still, like he, he can play there's basketball. There's parts just, of his. There's definitely parts of his game that I that is okay and and good. And there's there's parts of his game that I just don't agree with. I'll just put it like that. Right. Rubs so, me the wrong way. Well, this is well, we're gonna tease you, like you said. So this is next week's conversation. So Chris Paul, I don't know what outlet it was. I'll have to go back and find it. We'll have all this stuff for you next week. You can go look for it if you want to. I don't care. Uh, but Chris Paul was asked if Steph Curry was now um in the upper top echelon, maybe the best point guard uh in history when it comes to or is he in that conversation in history for point guards. And CP's saying that he doesn't think so because he's a hater. He doesn't think Steph was a playmaker. <laughs> and you know, yeah, because he's hating. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't think Steph is a 
playmaker. Not to say he's not a great player or a point guard. He doesn't think that he was a true essence of the point guard. He think he was a absolute, you know, dog, but he shouldn't be considered that if he if he's not what the point guard position is, so to speak. Yeah, well, we'll we'll save it for next week. But I definitely got a lot to say, and then I came to some revelations. You had to we have that conversation, right? <laughs> we, we definitely came to some um, revelations during that conversation. So I can't wait for next week uh, to dig into that. So going back this to the finals, this is how we'll know who knows basketball and who doesn't. And this gives us time to maybe try to find some people to get. This might be a Sunday show. We might be able to pour some people. Get, this might be a show. <laughs> like, for, yeah, I love it. Let's call it Dark. <laughs> Darksdale. <laughs> definitely, <Greensdale>. definitely. <laughs> moving I'm back like, to the finals. Yeah. Uh, I definitely <clears throat> feel like, how about this? Can we talk about this then? Okay. Is Golden State a dynasty? Yes. I agree. They definitely are a <laughs> dynasty. How about Steph going four and two, his record in the finals so far? Uh, that is a great winning percentage as far as when it comes to finals. Um, I definitely feel like they're a dynasty. When you put those guys together, the way they change the game, uh, people are still trying to mimic it, often imitated, but, you know, rarely uh, done the way they've done. So uh, hats off to them and, and, and this legacy that they're laying down. Well, I never not considered it a dynasty. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as the fourth came out, there's four championships in eight years. You know what I'm saying? You've been to the finals. It went to the finals, what, six years in a row? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, it had to be four years in a row because the last two is where they didn't go. They won. They only lost. They lost, they lost one. Twice. Yeah, they lost one. They lost the last one to Toronto, one two, because that would have been three in a row if KD and Clay didn't get hurt. Right. I think they could have overcome Clay with KD, but the KD one was was a wrap. <laughs> that was it. So they lost that one, one two. KD was in Oklahoma. They lost to LeBron, and then one, and they had one one. So yeah, they won one, lost one, one two, lost one, and then just won again. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a dynasty, bro. That's yeah, I mean, however you look at it, you know what I mean? When you have an organization win that many times in a short amount of time, you know, I mean, how about this? How about this? This is uh often forgotten about too. They have an owner that's willing to open up that pocketbook. Oh, yeah, he doesn't care about that luxury tax. Please believe they are over that luxury tax. Please believe it. Heavily over the luxury tax. <laughs> but their luxury in the luxury tax is none of them are really on the same schedule. They're all contracts are pretty much staggered where they're being able to open up pockets and manipulate. And they got enough role players. See, it's easy to get role players to play for nothing when you're winning championships. And the style of ball that you play <laughs> includes them. Yes. Yes. So, um, I don't know. I mean, will they win another one in the next I definitely next feel like year, I it's, uh, it depends on if they stay together. It depends on how the roster is constructed, right? So, um, 
Poole's still there. If GP the second is still there, uh, Wiseman, love to see. That's the big question mark of this whole deal. Uh, coming up in the summer league, I believe Wiseman's going to try to give it a go. Hey, man, if this kid hits the floor, bro, with what they do with the lack of posts and what he can do in the post, and he's not just a post player, like he can step out and play their five-out system, oh, bro. He's the it can key. be ugly. It could be ugly. It could be another 70-win season. <laughs> it could be ugly. I can definitely see that. Because <laughs> Steph Young, and he has no problem of leads into a conversation next week. He has no problem of deferring to other people at times. I think deferring, do you feel like deferring has a negative, a negative tone to it? I'm just asking. It just depends on the Because I can say he's selfless. Yeah. Same thing. Has Same thing. A different, different, a different tone to it, right? Yeah. So I feel like he's selfless or he's in the true essence of doing whatever it takes to win. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So um, I think I said uh, a lot of boxes were checked as it comes to Golden State. Um, the Dynasty box was checked. A uh, premier organization is checked. Um, a style of basketball that wins championships that a lot of people tried to do that couldn't figure it out. Like uh, D'Antoni tried it, couldn't figure it out. Uh, Rudy Tomtonovich tried this up-tempo up style three-point basketball shooting, couldn't figure it out. But somehow Steve and his staff and this ripe mix of great players, they figured it out. So those are boxers checked. And the last or they box, had the players to be able to yeah the the players and the yeah the great players to fit that system or right. that style of basketball, um, and then you have the last box that I feel that check that Steph Curry needed to check that really didn't need it to be checked. His greatness is not defined if he wins a Finals MVP or not. But for all these media, uh, social media people who felt that it was necessary for him to have a finals MVP to solidify his greatness, box checked. Like he said, what are they going to say about him now? Oh, so we're uh, going to find something. <laughs> yeah, they will. And your beard don't extent, always that, connect. Yeah, that's that's how the media is. Uh, so they'll always find something. You have to definitely be confident within yourself uh, and the things that you do on the court. And I feel like he's definitely he's got that. He's got the four rings. He's got back-to-back MVPs. MVPs, the first unanimous uh, MVP getter. So um, leads me to ask you: Is Steph now in the conversation for top ten? Not saying he is top ten. But when we're talking about top 10, does his name get put in there now? Or did um, it before? Or where do you? It, I think he was flirting with the conversation. Now, I say that as in, let me be clear. He was flirting with the conversation of being discussed in the top 10. 
Now he is clearly in the conversation and it becomes who do you move out to put him in? Now, I have no idea what my top 10 is. I have to sit down and think about this because I am a guy who uses old and new. I'm in a rare spot of age that I've seen older players who were dogs and these newer players who learn from the older players. You know what I mean? You don't come up and do things new that they haven't done. You just made it look better. You know what I'm right. saying? So I, I, he has to be in the conversation, but I have to have my, I need, I need 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> 10 days, one day a spot. <laughs> I need 10 days, I need 10 days. And then by next week, by next week's show, I will have my all-time top 10. And then we'll put together also the people that we were discussed but just didn't make it. Yes. Don't so, that, right? so I'm going to give you my top 10 and my honorable mention. There you go. The <laughs> people that at least made the made the gave you the hmm, you know, yes. uh so yeah, that that'll definitely be something we can uh, discuss next week. Now that you say that, we're gonna have to do a list of players. Players, if what if, what if players like what if Latrell Sprewell didn't say I can't feed my family on eleven million dollars? Right. <laughs> what if? <laughs> definitely, definitely. <sighs> so, um. Yeah, man. Congratulations to Go State Warriors. Congratulations to Jordan Poole. Go Blue. Congratulations to Steph Curry and solidifying your greatness, uh, solidifying your doubters. I love it to see it when guys don't get their, their props, when they're clearly great basketball players at a young age just because they didn't go to your uh, the, the universities that you know everybody wants to look at. Great players come from great places, no matter – if it's Davidson or North Carolina or Duke or Michigan or wherever, great players come from great players. You know what I'm saying? So um, awesome job to those guys. And come on, Boston. I need more, even though I love seeing Boston lose. Uh, yes. Yeah, I feel like they uh, <laughs> they got some of that experience. So they know going in next time that the, they, they, they know what it takes. They've seen it up close and personal, what it's going to take. They know what to expect now coming in. So they're going to need to figure it out because hopefully, well, not hopefully, they got Milwaukee still in the picture. Miami. Got, uh, Miami's <laughs> still there. Uh, I can't say have, them yet. Uh, I can't huh? say them yet. I can't say Ooh. the next team yet. I wasn't going to say New Jersey quite I yet. can't put them in there. I, I was going to say the 76ers, yet. though. I was going to say the 76ers. Because I am a Joel Embiid fan. And James Harden is as rumored to – be uh opting in and not really seeking the max like if he gets it gets it but he's really just trying to find a place to play basketball so um it's all on joel and b oh i'm so excited for next season already man the east like i don't care about the west the east is what i'm looking at because the east is a lot more exciting because i just feel like i don't know this you think the east is more exciting I just because I think there's more competitive team. I don't know what I mean. I just like for yeah, one thing, I just I like some of these. Say. I just like the run that the East is on with these couple teams with Miami, uh, Milwaukee, uh, Boston, and I think there's uh, uh, I think there's another I'm not thinking of, and it's not Brooklyn. 
But I think these teams Chicago did well. Cleveland did okay. Like these these are good teams that look like all of them are matched very well. Like you go over to the West, you got about three, four teams up here, and then you got the West. Yeah, because Dallas is definitely coming. Phoenix, I'm not sure what they're gonna do with Aiden, but they coming. He let um, him down. How about Denver if my guy comes back? He missed the whole season. Yeah, Murray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like Murray, too. I like it looks his game. like yeah. Utah and Portland's probably going to – unfortunately, it might be a little uh, reconstruction-type year with them. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I feel like Mitchell has gone definitely to the point where it was like, man, I need to, you know – I might need to get on up out of here. <laughs> might need to get and, on up out of here. Because didn't he get, did, like, yeah, didn't he ask for a trade? Uh, last not, week, didn't he ask for a trade last week? I did not see that come through. He could have, but I have not seen it. I'll put it yeah, like that. Because I knew yeah. he was shook when Snyder wasn't there. Yeah. So yeah. that's probably be the next step is. There's, come there's on. a lot of movement going to happen in the West. Because you got some uncertainty. Is Kawhi going to finally come back? You know what yes. I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, what is Houston going to do with John Wall and uh, Schroeder? You know what I mean? Oklahoma City is is quietly a decent team with uh, kick, what I kick Gildress, but uh, Shane uh, Alexander. Ooh. It's going to be a good year. I'm excited about the NBA. I'm losing the interest in the NCAA except for Michigan. Right. <laughs> it's, it's too many politics, man. I'm, I'm tired of the crap. It's just... Let's go. All right. So that's enough for us talking crap today. Uh, Eye of the storm, storm. Eye of the storm. Just, um, just, I, I can't reiterate how much the value of life is out here. Like, people really need to start valuing life. And I know I've said it before, and, and I'm going to say it again, just because it seems like every other week there's, you know, unnecessary. Uh, losses of life. So just come on, guys. Let's let's get it together. You heard it from your boy, Big Storm. Let's value each other. Just everyone's right to be living and being here. And let's make sure whatever, you know, if you get upset, just make sure whatever you dole out is equal to really what it is. Someone's stepping on my shoes. I'm not, you know, pulling out the Glock. We can pull out these fists. We can pull out these words. But let's not pull out the Glock over. Uh, or, or how about? Hours. Or how about? Hey, bro, you stepped on my shoe. Oh, my bad. Oh, it's yeah. Cool. <laughs> some, <laughs> some humility. Yeah, how about just, that? Just you ain't gotta be hard. Got you. you ain't gotta be hard hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Why you hard all the time? <laughs> right. When keeping it hard goes wrong. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, I agree. And so, I hate to man. Go ahead. I hate to think that these these politicians are playing games with our citizens' lives, but some of these look way too scripted. But anyway, so uh, yes, value each other's lives, man. <laughs> That's all I got for the eye of the storm. Uh, hope everyone had a great Father's Day. Uh, like I said, unfortunately, there's too many mothers out here that I had to wish a happy Father's Day to as well, because I did do that. There's a lot of females. I was like, hey, happy Father's Day, because they do in both <laughs> roles. So I salute yeah. them as well. <laughs> They're trying. No, I'm not going to say that. All right. All right good job. Uh, way to go, ladies. <laughs> All right. Are you going to get off? There you go. 
All right. The one good thing. The one good thing is not my four-inch screws that came out of my foot on Thursday. <laughs> not those. <laughs> no. Um, the one good thing is going to take you completely off the forbidden path. Oh, boy, this golf is getting sketchy. <laughs> there goes Storm. The golf is getting sketchy. Uh, yeah, you got another another major winner, another uh, top 10, top 20 player um, all defecting to the LIV uh, golf series. So um, it's get ready to get a little sticky when it comes to the PGA. So uh, that is my one good thing. Get out there and get a round in if you can. <laughs> Sound like some golf. Oh, yeah, man. They're crazy right now. You see Brooks uh, pulled out of the PGA this earlier today and is signing on with the LIV tour. Yeah, money money makes the world go around. And that's what Brad hours, Jordan said. Yes. And hours <laughs> after that, the PGA that already said that they have revamped some of some of the rest of the schedule where the purses are higher. But yeah, then they said they were going to have like a tournament with just the top players, and that is the money that's going to be ridiculous, right? Uh, with who the live the winner? Or no, the, no, no, no. The PGA winner. said the they're going to get a tournament with just the top players, and the purse for that is going to be ridiculous. Yeah, like, that's, great. that's great. That's <laughs> great. I got another, just... yeah, they got enough sponsors, bro. Yeah, you can, you can get these guys this cheese. What it is, is they're challenging your monopolistic antitrust type deals and they're challenging you. And so now uh, you have to get the dog fight because the first, the first win went to the players because, you know, they left and the PGA said, you're not going to play even in the majors when you get the exemption for being a major champion. So the world golf organization says, nah, PJ. Scratch that. Not Those guys world. can play the world. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Scratch that. Those golfers can play in the majors. Whatever you do with your tour, that's fine. But the majors, those, ah, yeah, they got exemptions. That's the law. That's the law. That's why you saw uh Phil not make the cut with the plus. How eight. about that? How about the Damn. fact that all the live players didn't even make it? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> I think the only one that went to the weekend was Dustin. Or not Dustin. Yeah, Dustin, Dustin Johnson. Did he make it? <clears throat> Did he make the weekend? Yeah, I think he made the weekend. He was just playing at like 10 off at like 8 in the morning. <laughs> he was done before the other guys got started. Right. And Roy, your biggest supporter, that guy, he looked good one, two, two and a half. Not the third day. Two and a half. <laughs> Talking that good shit. And then bogey, 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 bogey. <laughs> that's how the game will treat you, boy. That's how the game will treat you. Yeah, treat you. So that's my one good thing. Get out there and play some golf. And, yeah, so, uh, uh-oh. Riverside. Yeah, that's that's the Father's Day present from the artists of the family. Just want to throw the shout-out, thank my daughter. She uh. decided to uh, – uh, recreate some of the jerseys that I've had in my in my uh, I don't know illustrious career. Well, I don't know how illustrious it is, but it was a career. 
So shout out to baby girl. Love you. Thank you. Hey, let's get a close up of that. Let's take me out. <laughs> Put it up there. It's the people. You know what I mean? It's the Lord. All right. Guys. All right. So there you have it. Um, that's it. That's what we got. Let's see what else we got going on this week. Let's see. Let's check out some of the other shows. Uh, right now, the Dukes of Football is still uh, bi-weekly. Uh, so I'll see you guys next week for the Dukes of Football. We have some good content there. I think next week might be the last bi-weekly show. I think from there, as the football season gets closer, we'll start to um, uh, get more weekly. So we got that. Let's see, Checkers of Records. You got those guys. You got Quantum Inspiration, Super Kingdom with Steven and Justin Ben outside. So if you got baseball, wrestling, uh, combat, if you want to watch it, we got it. We'll get you caught up. So um, those are that. And let's see, what else do we got here? Business opportunities. If you want us to do voiceovers, video, audio editing, visual, audio projection, broadcasting, live event promotions, and much more for your internet digital needs, hit us up. Get us up through the website, bwsports1.com. <laughs> so that's what you got. Big man in the middle. The one. Golden State. We're out of here. Go blue. It's a pool party. Splash Brothers.